Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in Detroit. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Big Baby Daniels. And joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd E. Forty Fortner. What's going on, man? EFZ Fonzarelli, too short, motherfucking UGK, 8-Ball MJG, motherfucking Pimp C from UGK. Nah, uh, I'm doing good, man. R.I.P. It is, it is a blessing to be above the ground on top of the grass, still fucking around doing this, looking at ass, doing our top seven hip-hop albums of the year once again. Yes, um, last two shows of the year. Top seven hip-hop albums and top seven games of 2020. An STT tradition. People. Yes, it's a tradi- these are tradition episodes. So, And I'm going to be very transparent. I, this is the first one in several years where it's kind of, this is going to happen like it happens, man. I'm okay with Y'all this. Y'all are going to get it like you get it. I'm okay with this. Get it like you get it. That's what she said. Get it. Get That's it what like the vaccine you. said. That's what the vaccine said. Get it like you get it. Turn you into a dancing fool. Turn you up for a moment. That's you seen the gremlin meme. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so we're skipped the tutorial. We're a video game show. Me and Todd get together every week to talk about video games. This week's a little different. Like we said, this is a tradition. Every year we break down the last two episodes of the year are the top seven hip hop albums of 2020, and then we do your top seven video games of 2020. Why hip-hop, you may ask? Why, if this is your first time listening? If you listen to the show, go back and listen. Me and Todd talk about it a lot, where hip-hop is a shared love like video games, life, and all things that bring us together as a community, as the tribe. We are the tribe. We represent the tribe. The tribe represents us. And uh, we love all the tribe. So thank you for joining us this week in the top seven hip-hop records of 2020. Also, don't forget, if you want more more Skip the Tutorial in your life, for the cost of a cup of coffee a month, you can subscribe to our patron. In fact, this week's bonus show, go listen to it. Huge old breakdown about cyberpunk and the controversy surrounding that. and Don't let the title throw you off. It's called Dolph Lundgren Lost, but you'll see why. Yes, um, and if you want to support for absolutely free, the easiest way to do that to help out the show is go on to iTunes and give us a good old five star review. That helps us beat and cheat the algorithm. Uh, and, yes. And yeah, allows more people to check out the show. And it's a really easy way to help out and, you know, help us grow and do more things and do more charitable things for like Samaritan and such. But, and I do want to. This brings you value. Absolutely. And I do want to shout out a couple people who did donate. Uh, we talked about that last week with John the Legend. He was on here. We were talking about the Samaritan Inn, how you still have time to enter that by donating to it. If we raise $500, um, like we've talked about on the last show, I will give you five tattoo choices. I am untattooed. You will get five tattoo choices. Uh, link will be in the show notes as well. And I will pick one of you guys will pick one of those tattoos and I will put it on my body. Um, so first off, we want to say <laughs> that's what she said. That's uh, Andrew Brown. Andrew. Venom. You donated. Donated quite a bit. Thank you, sir. That's awesome. That really warmed my heart. Um, then, of course, Rob. 
of course, a legend in this community. His emails, we don't always respond, but I always read them in full. And I always look forward to them. They always make me laugh. There's always something in there that will get me. Uh, he went ahead and donated. Aaron, Aaron, you also donated. Thank you so much. He said, happy to help out. Uh, we appreciate it quite a bit. And then we got an email. Well, the homeless people. The homeless people probably appreciate it the most. So thank you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so the other thing, too, is that uh, Bob emailed us. Bob, uh, not Bootyus Bob, but the other Bob in the tribe. Really Shout dope. out to Shaman Bootyus Bob. Shout out to Bob. Shaman. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, but Bob, the other Bob, he emailed us and said he has a code for HBO Max. That we can either give away or for somebody oh, really man, needs damn, it. Bro, that's my that's mine, man. I need that. I need it. You, I need it, Brian. You know that. It's in shit, the email. You have access. Yeah, don't don't put that. That's why I didn't say shit about it. So I can keep it. Nobody We should have uh, talked uh, about this before. Had, I said exactly. Exactly. You can use my HBO Max. I don't care. You are lying. Everybody's lying to me about the HBO Max usage. No. I need this shit coming up. I'll give I'm you my to login. See I mean, I don't think the movies are rated, and they don't do PG thirteen titties anymore. That went away with nineteen eighty nine, and that's when America went away. <laughs> that's when cocaine and PG thirteen titties stopped being a thing. America died. That's what happened. Don't you know this? Don't you know this, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cancel! Just like Monster Hunter. No, I'm gonna watch it. I'm just not going to theaters to see that garbage. I heard it's not that bad. Nah, I know. I just, I and just I don't want to go. And to I theaters. heard it's not that good. But let's not, let's not get all. I, I heard it's good if you're a Monster Hunter fan. Correct. Yes. Which I mean, which I am. You're a, huge, right, and I'm a fan, fan of video games and enough to where in cheesy movies to where I'm interested in checking it out. I'm interested in the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, I mean, come speaking of. Speaking of come. Speaking of HBO Max, I don't know why I stood with that one. And this one's for you, Bill. What's the website website for Amazon.ca? Had to throw another reference out there randomly. So there we Spike go. Spike TV is what we are now. We're Spike TV. Welcome to a thousand one ways to die. Every thirty seconds, <laughs> talking about death, titties, ass, and come and spiders. <laughs> I remember a thousand little ways to die always waking me up at night. And I was like, you can die by inhaling your own farts all night? I'm in trouble. I don't know what it is with you and your farts and chili. Um, it's true. It's but it's, true. A, it's a man thing. I, why would, I, I guess you can always tell when we're not as prepared as we need to be because we stall. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm prepared. That, well, well, since you're prepared, what's your number seven, sir? Let me. Can I start with my also runs? Throw a, Throw a few of those out there. I don't care what you do, man. I Thank don't care you. how you do it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so here's some of my also runs. Remember, this week we were talking about our top seven hip-hop albums of 2020. Also runs for me were Eminem's Music to be Murdered by. Not a great record, but I cannot design, deny the beast that is that track, Godzilla. That's incredible. Mac Miller Circles. I didn't listen to it enough, and R.I.P. Mac Miller, because uh, I will say this. I listened to the first half of that record quite a bit, and it was good. Lil Wayne Funeral. Some of that record I liked, some I didn't. Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, Lil Uzi Vert's Eternal Atake, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin' Savage Mode 2, Big Sean's Detroit 2, Amine's Limbo, and Yo Gotti's Untrapped all made my also runs for various reasons. It was really hard to narrow down this list. That's the first thing I'll say. 
It was very, very hard to narrow down this list. There's a lot of good records this year. But my number seven is Rod Wave's Pray for Love. Something about Pray for Love, that record, Rod Wave. I mean, there's something so soulful about what he did with that record. I mean, it's autobiographical. He tells his own story, which I always appreciate when people come from an honest place on that. But there's something about Rod Wave's just voice that kind of entranced me throughout that record. The first time I heard it, I mean, the the reality is, is that I did discover this record from TikTok. We just talked about TikTok, but I did discover this record from TikTok. Um, but there was something very just kind of like honest and soulful to a degree. And that track rags to riches just really captured my attention. And then I went and listened to the record and the whole album is solid all the way through. It was one of the more unique records I've heard this year with some of the, some of the actual production behind it and the lyrical content, you know, felt very honest to me. And I really enjoyed it, man. I mean, that's, that's really all I got to say about my number seven to pray for love. Todd, what is your number seven? Sorry for that interruption. Todd, what was your number seven? Dave East Karma 3. All right. Uh, you know, people forget uh, that uh, one of my favorite Amorel rappers, Nas, signed old Dave East. And this year, surprisingly, is that album, even though he having beef with Faison Love, talking about he a fake crip and everything else like that, just because he hung out with Nipsey Hussle. As far as albums that I listen to, I mean, I listen to a lot of just singles and a lot of different music i'm always listening to music at all times it seems like yeah. but um as far as like when i'm painting or really being creative or trying to do some other shit like albums that stuck out in 2024 whatever reason to me i uh, started out with davies Car- uh, karma three so that's my number seven good sir i dig it my number six is paul wall and little kiki slab talk all the way from houston texas i felt like this year was a year that i wanted a little bit of nostalgia and paul wall and kiki really delivered that with slab talk it did feel like an old school record in a lot of ways. I mean, it, it had pretty basic productions, great lyrical content, a real throwback to the Houston vibe and Houston scene uh, back when Swisha House was still running it down there. Um, but it was just kind of a it was one of those years where 2020 was a rough year. And this was one of those records that would get me out of the house because I couldn't listen to Slab Talk without driving. It was one of like listening to it at the house was fine. And I enjoyed that. But you know those albums that you have to put on while driving? Like, it just feels right? That was slab talk for me. It got me out numerous times, especially being in lockdown or whatever. And I just needed to drive around and relieve some stress. So, my number six goes to Paul Wong, Kiki, Slab Talk. Slab Talk. It's a great record. Fantastic. You're a great record, South Texas motherfucker, you. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> South Texas. Southside Rider. And on that note, with Lil Kiki, one of the motherfucking legends of all time. Yep. I salute that. Great pick. And Thank uh-huh. you, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All right. So, on to my number six. Uh, It was your also run. It's Big Sean's Detroit 2. I got to put it on my top seven just because of deep reverence with Nipsey Hussle. Go check out that album. It's actually a fire-ass album. Surprise, it's not higher up on my list, but I'm just not. Uh, I don't know. It's just not. So, yeah, that is my number six. That almost made it, man. I had it on there, and when I just started digging a little bit further into it, and that's a great album. Like, I was not a huge fan of Big Sean, but you turned me on to Detroit 2, and I went and listened to it, and I really liked it, man. Like, I was like, this is this is really solid. This is actually incredible. 
It's a lot better than the, the last couple of years for Big Sean for me. My number five is one that I would send you. I think I sent you like three YouTube links for this one, Todd. Is Denzel Curry's Unlocked. Something about this, this aggressiveness, the anger, the absolute brutal nature of this album, and the video game references. This constant video game drops in this record. Like, it connected on all levels with me. And it was one of those where it's like, it's 18 minutes long. I think it's like six tracks, 18 minutes long. I don't even know if you could consider it an album. I don't care because I listened to it on repeat for a full day and just could not stop listening to it. Denzel Curry, I put him on last year's, uh, last year's top seven with the uh, record Zoo. He's one that I'm really paying attention to, and I'm ready for kind of a full-on production. Florida, He's a Florida rapper, um, but Unlocked was just, it blew my mind. I just really love kind of that style he's got to it, too. So that is my number five, was Denzel Curry's Unlocked. Dope. And I know, I, I went back and listened to those songs on repeat. And that's what I was saying as far as like I listened to a lot of singles this year that was yeah. real fire, but I didn't listen to entire albums and his was one. Um, but like the songs that you sent me, I listened to three billion times, it felt like. So, yeah. And it came right on time on like one of those work days where I needed it. But yes, for my number five, it is Benny the Butcher's Burden of Proof. That album actually should be higher in a lot of ways as far as just playtime for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of he just came out with his uh song giving an explanation on what happened with his shooting in Houston or whatever. Same thing with Boosie, which that's a whole another interesting thing. RP Mo3 and all that other kind of yeah. shit, King Von, everything else, um all the ignorant things that's going on with that, but it's just a reflection of what's going on in the street. That's what we love about hip hop. Oh, that's what I love about like true hip hop, not yeah. just like Lil Uzi Vert, um, you know what I'm saying? Not to knock him, but just that's the first one. Eddie Turtle and Take, I was addicted to that one for a while. But, um, but yeah, man, Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof from top to bottom as far as like a, a LP. It's just a solid motherfucking album. So that is definitely my number five 2020 album's favorite things uh, that I've been jamming this year. That was one I forgot on my also runs because you turned me on to that one too. And I listened to it and I didn't listen to it enough. And I wish I would have. Yeah, I'm not even the Griselda family. They've grown on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it's not something that like Westside Gunner and all of them. I never really fuck with them. Um, the Benny the Butcher name is kind of dope to me alone because of like gangs in New York, and he was he's from Buffalo. But it, I really haven't been a fan of him. Uh, this year's album, though, I just would be fronting if I say, okay, I wouldn't listen to this bitch. Like that that yeah. album was rolling this year for me. So yeah, it's my number five, man. I knew Benny it was the Butcher burden of proof i knew it was gonna be on there for you because we you had told me several times like hey have you listened to it yet you need to listen to it and then i finally did and i was like oh i see why i needed to listen to it this is really good um my number four is you talk about honesty and hip-hop and kind of an artist that i feel is kind of transcendent of using his art style all in one uh to communicate and it's not just through hip-hop it's also through the medium of like video and art and painting and stuff that we've talked about a lot and it's open mike eagle his album anime trauma and divorce every interview i saw this year before this album came out was about his divorce and like one of the hardest times in his life and he talked about that and he is supremely honest on this album about everything he's thinking and if there's anything that i'm always going to connect with it's going to be somebody who's being very genuine uh, 
through their style or however, whatever medium they choose to communicate through, they're being very genuine about whatever emotions they're experiencing. And I have to give credit, like open Mike Eagles, one of those dudes, like I'll put a record on from him and he's, he always catches me by surprise because he always has these kind of lo-fi, low, low production beats. He's not super aggressive. He's got a real smooth tone to his voice. Um, but his lyrical content, he always catches me by surprise because he'll say something like really deep that'll hit me in a weird way, and I just connect with him universally. And then how could I not with the title Anime Trauma and Divorce? Like, that is legitimately my favorite title of the year. Um, he's been down for me. Like, he's one of those guys that I've listened to quite a bit for the last five, six years probably. And I think that this is his best album. It unfortunately came from a real traumatic and heartbreaking place for him. But, you know, I got to appreciate the honesty and the openness about it. So that's my number four is Open Mike Eagles, Anime, Trauma, and Divorce. Go check him out. Yeah, you always give me one I never even fucking heard of. So it, that definitely sounds dope. But I, I'll have to check him out. Um, Go listen so, yeah. to it. You'll like it. Yeah, I, I know. I know you know me, so I trust you. Uh, I, I like that. That's what I'm saying. I always get one where I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck that is. Um, <laughs> it's me scouring but, the dark web looking for stuff, right? <laughs> Which I like. I'm trying to see. I'm gonna be fighting you, cyber cyber man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my number four is, and that's what we on, right? Number four. Yeah, number four. It's um, I flip flop on this one, but I gotta be honest. It's Logic's No Pressure album, and I think the reason why I made it this year is just because it's dope. He retired. It's a lot of messages and undertones in that album and the entirety of that album that I just respect. And the and whether it's a true retirement or whether you know uh, he uh, comes back or whatever, like you know, I'm I'm riding old school Cadillac, baby. I still got a CD player in my shit. Like yeah. I went and bought that guy's out like CD. You bought a hoodie uh, too, didn't you? No, uh, Rob, shout out to Rob Harden. Shout out to Rob actually putting me on uh, the album. Like, I was already going to listen to it, but really pushing it to listen to it, which is also what I love about the tribe and also the reason why it's on my top seven this year, because it's representative of the tradition. And yeah. this year's album, um, I could not put it on the list. And I needed to put it up on higher up on the list than just at the bottom just to say okay i'm putting on the list because lyrically what the motherfucker is talking about is actually deeper than a lot of people think so yeah logic's no pressure album 2020 is definitely one of my favorite albums of the year and mid list reminder this is just our favorite albums. Yeah. this isn't what the like, same thing is going to happen with any list that we do it doesn't matter what we uh like if you don't like it just tell us what you like these are our favorite things because we get lists back but yes my number four is logic's no pressure Man, that is still one I need to go listen to. I still haven't listened to it. And you've told me to listen to it. I think Derek told me to listen to it. Rob definitely said to listen to it. I need to go check. Okay, that's on the playlist. I'm, I've got that. I've got a two-week vacation. I'm taking. I'm going to listen to music while I'm doing that. My number three, it wouldn't be a year in hip-hop without me putting this dude on my list. Slim Thug Thug Life. Slim Thug Thug Life. You know what it is. He's my favorite. He's, he's probably my favorite legendary of rapper of all time who's currently still alive. Um, and Thug Life is by far, I think, one of the best records he's done in the last five years. You see, you hear a lot of reminiscing. Like, there's been a lot of, like, reminiscing this year. And there's been a lot of nostalgia this year. 
And between Kiki and Paul Wall, Slab Talk, Slim Thugs, Thug Life, Open Mike Eagles, Anime Trauma, like there's this there's this nostalgia for better times. And maybe it's 2020 because we all read earlier um, it was what back in May or June he was diagnosed with coronavirus. Um, he survived it, thank God. But Thug Life, yeah, he didn't have a bad case. Like, like no. Like Scarface almost died, but he was already sick. Scarface is the one that still needs kidneys behind that shit. Yeah, that's the one that that needs prayer. Yeah, he just probably caught it from a stripper or some shit, and you know that that's all that happened. Some some bitch coughed on his nuts, and he got a little sprinkle of the COVID. But Scarface, uh, yeah, um, that Willie D interview saddened me to see how much that yeah. shit broke him down, bro. But yeah, man, Slim Thug. I know you're gonna tell. I mean, come on, man. You saw Texas because you are thug know. life, man. Yeah, like, come on, man. This shit, that's a that's a grand and great choice. Wonderful and appreciated. You know what I mean? I, I'm not gonna have that many also runs because you kind of tapping on some shit that need to be on my list. But uh, yeah. So number three, are we on number three? We are and on we number three. To, are we getting the top three? We're in the top three of the 2020. Uh, Alfredo Freddie Gibbs with the Al- Alfredo uh, produced by Alchemist. It just was. It's just my shit. That one is, uh, it showed up time and time and again, and I never got a chance to just like, which is stupid because I work from home. It's and not I, everybody's, it's not everybody's bag, man. But Freddie Gibbs, like, I could put that on and uh, create a few things. Like, um, it's probably got my favorite song of the year on it, and I'm not even going to name it. Uh, but yeah, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo, Alchemist beginning to end that one i could definitely see like that's not gonna be people's favorite album but yeah that it's been that kind of year for me just put my head down and fuck with it as far again as far as albums as far as not just like random youtubes and shit that just recently came out and like that there's a new uh e40 t2 short verses that came out that i'm bumping i've been bumping all morning yeah as far as albums that i've just run through consistently throughout the year for me not to put uh, freddie gibbs alfredo on my top three I'd be lying to myself. So that's my number three. Excellent choice. It's one that I still need to go back and listen to. Um, everything I've heard about that album, everything that you said about it, and I've read online. I was like, man, this really just does sound like up my alley. Uh, my number two of the year, J Electronica is a written testimony. Something paid off about this record. It's been what? The promise of J Electronica has been, and the legend has been building. And then a written testimony comes out. And you have 40 minutes of thematic dives into so many different subjects with Jay-Z right there by his side the entire time. The production's incredible. The rhythmic, the, the flow of it, the kind of meditative nature of the album. That was the meditative album for me this year. I could put that record on and just vibe out for a minute and just relax it was intense at times with lyrical content, but there was something about that album that was so subdued that the more subdued it was, the better it was. Let me tell you how much I love you, my brother. Uh, and let's let some of the people in on some of the Patreon creation, right? Yeah. Jay Electronica's A Written Testimony was my number two. Really? Absolutely. It went from number two on my list to completely off of my list before we recorded I did not know that. The reason why I went completely off of my list is because I didn't know if it was a Jay-Z or Jay Electronica album if it needs to stand on its own. And I was hoping that you would put it on your list. Of course. And bail and bail me out. 
But I had to give that caveat and tell you how much of a deep appreciation I personally have of you being able to do the show with you to where it's just like we could just do a top seven and cover like a general base that covers a good plethora of what we fuck with, which is one of the baselines of our show. But yeah, Jay Electronica was originally my number two, but then I had to be honest with myself on what pound for pound I've really been pounding yeah. listening to consistently throughout the year. But yeah, I love that album. Great choice. This is the one that, yeah, like like when I say meditative, if I was having a rough day at work and I was just needing to put something on just to get Universal me through, Soldier, bro. Just put it's it like, on. like Jay, almost that's what I'm saying. Like I don't I hate to even say that that album is like an also run. It could be like that's one where I almost I said like I love that fucking album. Yep. Like that's a great choice. Great choice. That's one that of is the, a that is a hip hop album. And that's one of the few that I actually bought on vinyl this year. Like I ordered that specifically because I, it was like, there's certain records I'll buy every year on vinyl. If I really, really want to like Tyler, the creator last year or, uh, Kendrick Lamar or Frank ocean, Jay electronica made that cut for me. Again, man, if it weren't for the fact that they had Jay Z, who's a part of the boule and the Illuminati who made sacrifices. And part of the reason why Aaliyah died, I would have put it on my album. I'm glad that you took that on and, you willing to do the sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Of course, uh, man. I'm here for it. That's really why I had to take it off because of the voodoo aspects <laughs> that were connected with it. And, I, yeah. you know, I had to, in fact, I need to scratch it off my list right now before Candyman <laughs> attacks you. Before can- but, Please yeah. do. I'm, I'm going to delete it right now. I don't want Candyman to come after me. I can't wait for that remake, by the way. All right. What is your number two of the year? Larry June's Keep Going album. Caveat Larry June also came out with an album with Burner that. I mean, look, <laughs> if you know me, yes, then you get it. Yes. I just got to get that man his credence and give him his flowers while he ab- uh, above ground numbers. That's been one of my favorite albums as far as getting me through um, just depressive, whatever, just like a tune to it and focus and uh, just overall, man, it, the, I think I hadn't even been introduced to him until I heard the song Green Juice in Dallas. And I mean, he'd been out for a minute. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of dug into it. And literally, he's one of my favorite artists. I almost wanted to go to one of his concerts in the middle of pandemic. And when I realized that, I'm like, well, shit, he got to be my number two this year, pound for pound. So Larry June's Keep Going album, just because of fucking, fuck it. That's what it is. Keep That's going. Right. Gonna definitely check that one out. I did not listen to that one this year, but I need to now. And I know Larry June, and I know you, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. When you said that, I was like, now I gotta listen to it, too. Uh, My number one of the year, if you know anything about me, you know I love a few things. I love concept albums. I love horror movies. And I love Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes ELE, too. I couldn't stop, man. It's an hour and a half epic. It's incredible. It's an old school throwback to Flip Mode Squad. It feels like the 90s and 2020 met all at once. It's everything I wanted it to be. After so many years of waiting, Extinction Level Event, the first one, was one of my favorite records from when I was in middle school and high school. I used to listen to it all the time. I had a cassette tape. I had it on CD player. I eventually had an MP3. And then ELE2 comes out. It's got great artwork. It's got great style to it. All the tracks for me are bangers. There was never a miss on that whole thing. And it was good to hear Buster Rhymes back with that growl, that voice, that anger, that just, it was incredible, man. It just like, it was one of those years where it's like, this is the year I need this. And then he releases it in the middle of a pandemic. 
extinction level event two. I'm totally there for it. The entire ride. So that was my number one was Buster Rhymes ELE two. Dope pick, man. Glad you did it. Uh, of course, I fuck with Buster Rhymes, man. So that's that's a, that's always a good pick. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, we are number one, right? We are number one. My number one is King's Disease by Nas, and it's because I figured. I'm a middle aged black man. Um, period. Yeah, that's a good record, though. That it's a it's it's an it's, excellent record. It's a classic. Yeah, album. I actually meant to King's put that Disease, on my also runs. Thank you for catching Cat, that. King's Disease is a classic album. I thought it was the dopest thing in the world that they even played King's Disease in the NBA bubble this year during the championship. That shows some true solidarity underlining and understanding and if like the real ones that like respect what was going on with certain aspects of that shit and what the hip-hop culture is and what hip-hop culture has been bastardized taken raped and and used in a fucked up way like they understand like the core of hip-hop's basis and the economic aspects of it and how that's been something that's you know been a tragic form of slavery uh in itself in own way not to make that twist like i just think it's a dope redemptive type of album just in my lifetime to see where that's come from and the actual monetary power that was associated with it so it, for whatever reasons even if it's i mean i could have picked other songs i could have picked other albums i could have picked other like more traditional you know from where i'm from type albums but as far as albums is concerned king's disease this year the year 2020 with all the weird shit that was going on is the best album by far to me but that's my number one excellent choice excellent choice Nas is always a classic um that's been our top seven hip-hop albums of 2020 do you have any also runs you want to throw out there i mean you pretty much hit them uh not really not not to, like because there's so many albums like, this has been a great year for music overall. It really uh, has. I mean, like, Dom Kim- Kennedy had an album out, you know, out uh, Beyond Bulletproof with I'm Always Support Mozzie. Uh, you know, Savage Mode, you already talked about. Um, Jim Jones got an album out right now that I'm kind of fucking with. Uh, Chasing That Feeling is a song that's kind of been on repeat for me. I mean, I could go on and on this year. It's a lot going on this year, but uh you know i know this is gonna be kind of like a minority uh list of people but you know rob a couple of other folk give us your list let yeah. me know what i missed out um because also runs literally i could go down wikipedia all day and just read off a bunch of shit um but as far as from the heart like i'm interested on what's on the tribe's heart this year what music have you been listening to for real Outside of even hip hop, outside of, of hip, like, yeah, just let us just know. Just a couple of also runs on just some good music out right now, something to listen to. Because I could have put motherfucking uh, Night City on the soundtrack, that song from there on, on this if it was considered hip hop. But I'm rambling now. We got a whole nother thing to do on a whole nother thing to be done. <laughs> yeah. So let us know. I mean, it's like you said, Todd. Outside of hip hop, too. Just let us know your favorite albums. I mean, some of my other favorite albums of the year were like the MGK pop punk record and that G Easy record. And like some of that stuff was just like I was constantly on repeat this year. And then some reason I really got into Canadian folk music this year. Speaking on appreciating young white women. (laughs) I mean, okay. You look really transcendent right now and like you're in another place. But that's been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. (laughs) Let us know what your favorite records of the year uh, were. 
Uh, go ahead and hit us up. Let us know. STT underscore pod. Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. And of course, as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Stay humble. Humble. Or you will be humbled. You will be humbled. But take no shit. You will be humbled by North Korean's greatness. Goodbye. South Korea's handled the COVID pandemic the best. That's true. North Korean's leader doesn't have a butthole.